As the days dwindle towards Labor Day, teachers, students, and parents are looking forward to the familiar ring of school bells and yellow buses. Everyone involved in public education wants to get things back to something resembling normalcy amid this historic pandemic. Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo, a Democrat, and Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker, a Republican, have both voiced support for a full reopening. Quote, we know that being in school is the best for our kids, Raimondo said last week. But this is a complicated issue with many moving parts. As we get closer to opening day, teachers are beginning to revolt. The union representing Boston teachers disclosed last Friday that a survey of members said they support remote-only instruction. Two-thirds of the teachers said they are at a high risk for COVID-19 or live with someone who is. It isn't only teachers who fear the risks. Austin school nurses, bus drivers, and other education workers throng City Hall for a sit-in protesting reopening. They cited cramped offices without windows, poor ventilation in schools, and an array of other safety issues. Teachers in Rhode Island have so far favored negotiation over confrontation. Yet Bob Walsh, executive director of the National Education Association of Rhode Island Union, says, quote, there's no way we're doing a full reopening, unquote. Walsh says teachers want the politicians to rely on health and safety and be guided by science and medicine. Raimondo says the rules aren't set in stone yet, but hopes to have something concrete by August 16th. Let's be honest, an in-person return is fraught with anxiety and risk. There is no vaccine and no reliable treatment. Up to 30% of current COVID-19 tests are falsely negative. Just think about practical questions. So we take students' temperatures at the bus stop. What happens to the kids who have fever? We can't just leave them lingering by the side of the road. And what happens if they get on the bus? Do we have plans for socially distancing? If so, how many extra buses would be required to enforce distancing? New England has an older population. Many teachers are in high-risk groups. This includes anyone who is elderly or has asthma, heart disease, diabetes, or obesity, plus anyone who's ever been treated for cancer or has a compromised immune system. Does anyone know how many children go home every day to be cared for by grandparents who are in the most vulnerable group? Rhode Island Education Commissioner Angelica Infante-Green has called planning for an in-person return a nightmare. Well, perhaps education bureaucrats should have spent more time this summer figuring out how to make distance learning better than planning for an all-out return. We all want schools to open, but how many parents want their kids to be guinea pigs in an experiment with scant medical oversight? There's already a horrible harbinger. One of the first districts in the country to reopen last week was in Indiana, where on the first day back, a student who sat in classes and walked the halls was found to have the virus. That sent administrators scrambling. What's sacrosanct about reopening in September? Perhaps we take a deep breath and start remotely and reopen classes in phases. On Saturday, Rhode Island Senators Jack Reed and Sheldon Whitehouse sent a strongly worded letter urging the Trump administration to reject slashing aid to districts that open remotely. The last thing our children need is to become pawns in the never-ending culture wars that have so divided our country.